0: Welcome to SFL Live. This is uh, the Social Fantasy League. It is a bar league fantasy football league hosted by No Sports. Uh, I'm your host slash commissioner, Brian. And
1: I am your co host, I'm Joel. You're also my co commissioner. That's true. Yeah, I'm up yep. there, vice president.
0: So we're here in week three. Uh, hopefully, you've been following along with everything we've been doing. Uh, if you haven't, no loss there for you, really. Because we really haven't talked about much. Starting off the show, I do want to go ahead and get things going by giving a huge shout out, as always, to our sponsors. Uh, Aquistapace's Wine and Cheese of Mandeville. If you love adult delicacies, I, I, I picked, picked a better word. Adult novelties is novelties, what I used last week. Yes, it, That sounded delicacies. way too sexual. Uh, they are adult delicacies at Aquistapace's Wine and Cheese. Check them out of Mandeville. Our next sponsor is Top Hat Tuxedos of Mandeville. If you want to look fly, if you got to rent a tuxedo, buy some nice formal clothing wear. Really great source if you're a guy. I think they have uh, lady, some ladies' accessories Maybe. too. We'll, we'll ask them about that. And our last sponsor, of course, is Mandeville Social. That is our home. Thank you for having us once again, Mandeville Social. I would like to mention that Mandeville Social just went through a renovation a huge facelift this lo- place looks amazing it's congratulations made. y'all
1: beautiful all so much space yeah. it's open and
0: I, I gotta ask is this are we officially the first show at the new space or yeah
1: hey oh
0: sfl live hosted by no we sports is the first show at first. the new mandeville social <laughs> number Thank one you. we did <laughs> it finally. we've come so far
1: finally number one at something Finally, number one.
0: Yeah, so come check out Mandeville Social here in Mandeville. Uh, Just like all our sponsors, they uh, are located right at that crack when you get off the causeway coming from New Orleans. If you keep going north, you go to Covington, and if you go left, you go towards Hammond. Uh, It's right in that little crevasse there. Yes. It's a a wonderful little hidden location. It's truly a hidden gem because... They have a ton of cool stuff here. It's very family-friendly. They got bar games. They got video games. They got virtual reality. They got a bar, which is great if you're an adult or an alcoholic like myself. Uh, They got food, wonderful food. Love Uh, food. Right now, you know, we're all recovering still from Ida. I know I keep using this as an excuse. We're over a month past. Well, almost a month past now. About a month. Uh, So the excuses are running thin there. Uh, But really great place here. Uh, They typically have a great menu. I know that menu is going to come back. Either way, come here, come support, tip your bartenders, buy lots of stuff, spend uh, as much time as you want here. But this show is not about this awesome venue. It is about the Social Fantasy League, the bar league with patrons and uh, service industry members from the bar. That's a good way to We could call us that. We are in two divisions in a 12-person league. Six six teams in each division, some people represent the bar, other people represent the patrons, uh and we are in week three. we made it we are what is this a quarter of the week, a quarter of the year through uh, well, slightly under mathematically speaking,
1: yeah, I think we have eighteen weeks, so we're we'll say a fifth through the season well we're eighteen are, yeah so okay, yeah,
0: I'll take that because we we're not going to week eighteen, no, our playoffs aren't going to week eighteen, but we we did have a pre show. We, did we, do we a had week. a draft. We did so do a draft. That was before week one. So, yeah, I'll, I'll take it. We're 20% of the way through. Woo! And I'm super excited. Uh, as I've mentioned before, I try not to judge fantasy too hard until uh, we have a solid sample size. And week three for me is the definitive. You now have a quality sample size on the season.
1: I can agree with that statement. Absolutely. Um,
0: actually, statistic majors would agree with that statement. Now you can actually like foreshadow with like a three, three week moving average, yeah. which is you know what a lot of businesses potentially use for forecasting. And I like to apply that same mentality with how much I nerd out over fantasy. Um, so yeah, this is a great time to like actually look at things from a very technical standpoint uh, for me start looking at the numbers, stop going by feeling, stop going by hype. This is when we get in the nitty-gritty of fantasy, when it becomes like playing the stock market. This is effect. the analytics
1: of fantasy football.
0: Yeah. And so we start our show at 1230. The, the games have already started. Everyone who is a part of this league has already thrown caution to the wind and set their lineups for the better or worse. So we're now just at the mercy of the fantasy gods in week three. So when I say this is week three, this is actually more of a week two recap kind of just celebration of going into week three so it's not I really like fair the, yeah. to call it a recap of week three um so let's let's do that let's recap week, week two. two yeah let's go back right? to week two yeah so let's uh let's log into our league here not a successful go for me to, oh i'm sorry to hear that i'm sorry but to hear that. um so yeah i'm here that. now let's go to your fantasy matchup because we like to talk about ourselves first, and then after that we'll of course comment and nitpick everyone else in the league uh, what's your team name?
1: I'm sorry. No, Chubba-lubba-ding-dong. 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 All right. So you played Magsty. Magsty. Stefan and Maggie. The Magsty team.
0: All right. Um, now, uh, there's a, a later part. Well, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and do this uh, because this is another part I was going to get to. Winners and losers of week two. Okay. And we're looking at your game. You obviously lost, but I'm not going to consider you a loser because, you you know, you did okay. You did serviceable. Uh, you could have done better. You could have done way better. But my, I, I'm, my winner pick for this week is Team Magsty. Have you looked at their team?
1: They're, they're nuts. They have, Oh, my God.
0: It, so they have a, they're nuts. A, a fantastic team up top, and then you go down to the bench, and it is like a quality another whole team there. Yes. Tony
1: Pollard, Marquise Brown. Um, they're nuts.
0: Representative from Team Magsty, I know you're here at the bar. What position did y'all draft at? Do you remember? Y'all had the second? No. There's no way
1: y'all had the second pick. If you if you drafted Derrick Henry, you probably picked fourth or fifth. That would be my guess. would be fourth or fifth yeah. because that's what happened to me. I got King you got Henry. Derrick Henry. I got like, King Henry. Beyond Derrick Henry,
0: they got fantastic other picks. They got uh, Dak Prescott who was not – Great! Last I was season. hyped. I was hype on him, but like there was very uh, there was a definitive division on uh, definitive division on hype behind Dak. Is he going to come back from his in- injury, or is he going to like basically fall off? Yeah, that was a big risk there. Like, um, so like drafting him, I would consider that a win. Um. Yeah. Then you go down to their wide receivers. They have Keenan Allen and Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup has been amazing.
1: Cooper Cup keeps. I love him so much, and like, every time I play him, he shits on me. It's... And
0: y'all had to have drafted him probably what fourth, fifth fourth round? round.
1: That's my guess.
0: Great get. Uh, so I'm I'm incredibly worried about your team. I love Mark Andrews, but y'all also have uh, another tight end on your bench, I believe.
1: Correct. They have Evan Ingram from the New yeah, York. Yeah. So Giants. you have
0: Evan Ingram on deck, who's playing this like this is his first week back, so he's fresh. On a team that doesn't have really any options. No. So, uh, late, congratulations. Uh, in hindsight, now that we have a fair sample size, looking back, I would say Team Maxi is the draft winner.
1: That I, I can go with that. They also have my favorite kicker of yeah. all the kickers. I love Greg Zerliner. Greg the leg is easily the greatest kicker yeah. to me. Uh Dan Bailey used to be. I used to be a big Dan Bailey fan. And then once Dan Bailey left and retired, Greg the Leg has come in and serviced Dallas very yeah. well. And I usually like to pick Dallas kickers. Yeah. I so really do. good work,
0: Team Mags. Proud of you guys. Good job. Um, I, would give you a, I would give you a prize of an Aquistapaces tumbler and wine key, but I think you all already got one last
1: week. Uh, I will say, too, I normally tell my opponents to suck a peen, and definitely um, they made me suck one this past week. I, yeah, I got it. I got shit on. So uh, <laughs> Team Maxi
0: is my winner. In fact, in uh, the 2021 hindsight, uh, I'm going to say they won the draft. So that is my pick for the winner. Their team is stacked. Um, I'll, I'll reveal my loser later because I don't want to interrupt you any further and your opinion of your game. So go ahead and let us know your thoughts. Uh, I know we've uh, sucked Maxie's, uh team off a little bit. Did there. a little bit.
1: A little stroking. Yeah, a little stroking. So let's talk,
0: let's talk about it from the other perspective. Let's talk about it from the other side of the coin here.
1: On the flip side of that, on the loser side of that, of the downside coin, uh, last week we talked about doing defensive picks of the weeks and kickers of the weeks between you and I, and I chose the Cardinals as my defensive pick of the week. So I'm an idiot because they let Minnesota score 33 points on them. And I ended up with one total point for my defensive pick of the week. So, if you listened to me last week uh, at all, I'm stupid. So I, it's my fault. I'm dumb. Oh, you don't have to be so hard <laughs> I lost. You I think, did so, so
0: bad. I mean, y- you know, the fantasy bug hits everyone. Um,
1: it's part of the game. It's part of the game. You
0: believe. And I, I still like your team. You know, um, did you pick up Julio Jones in the draft?
1: I did. I drafted okay. Julio Jones.
0: All right. So I think that m- may have been like. A kind of a, a reach
1: maybe it now was in
0: hindsight but I, chubb is a fantastic first round pick what was that like you, you number were, one
1: was chubb mm-hmm. and then uh i'm sorry number one was eckler number two was chubb or wow what one or the other is how, how i flip by
0: I oh so you were guys. right yeah because you drafted after me so that makes sense so you got ex- eckler and chubb back to back right there at the end of the draft because you, you were 10 i
1: ever, believe right? i was the last pick yes sir
0: the second, the third, the second, somewhere you were in close there. to the last. It's
1: been a couple of weeks, um, but forget.
0: like you got Rob Gronkowski, what a breakout, Uh re-breakout. How would you classify what Rob's done with resurgence
1: this is the word
0: I would use. Resurgence. Uh, what did Michael Jordan have a quote unquote resurgence when he went back to Chicago <laughs> for another, like, I mean, if you're great and then just like, Hey, I'm going to take a, a year off to quote unquote retire. <laughs> Is that a resurgence or just like a, hey I unhit the pause button?
1: I, I could go with unhit the pause button. Yeah, so we resumed the Rob Gronkowski Monster Games that yeah, he Yeah, I'm a huge Rob
0: up. Gronkowski fan. I, I normally try to get him most years. Yeah. Um this this year I kind of just had my doubts as I did last year when he went to ta- Tampa Bay. Um he's you know old. He's a big you know, slap together machine with like nuts and bolts. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> if you look at his arm, got, it's duct tape. He it's,
1: looks like the Winter Soldier yeah. with all the stuff he's got jacked up on his arm.
0: Yeah, he he wears that giant armband because uh, it is duct tape under there. <laughs> it it is band aids and toothpicks and duct tape. A little bit of silicone, um, but he's still a monster machine. So I I think
1: he did good. I think Jared got all right. So my quarterback gonna... is my real issue, which we wanted to talk about anyway. Because I've been riding the Tua train real hard and believing in Tua. So, wait, wait, wait. So, I was saving for the last bit. Uh, okay. That is whack. Or Do you want
0: to go ahead and talk about your – do you want to use your that yes. is whack? Or do you, do you want to, like, save another that
1: is whack? If no. You want to come up with... right, All right. So... And that is whack is is Tua. So, if you believed in Tua like I did, that is straight whack. That offensive line has hurt him. He has cracked ribs. The, everything about Miami seems to just be kind of crumbling at the seams. And uh, and I'm really bummed about it. I loved Tua. I'm d- I I lose. You know, I lost my quarterback pick. I ended up now. I'm rolling with either Big Ben or Jared Goff, both of which I feel are C plus kind of quarterbacks. You're hoping for a boom week, yeah. and in turn, I'm just uh, to quote Bon Jovi, "Just living on a prayer." Yeah, it I'm felt living on a prayer.
0: It felt like when you drafted, you were drafting with maybe the intention of wavering your quarterback situation, which now I'm regretting. I cannot ever get behind that that is a a cornerstone position arguably will get you your most points average every week so i have a top i I think you got to lock in your quarterback I, i i commend you for taking a chance there but now you are stuck in a nightmare situation yes i was actually going to ask you um i was gonna try and Force shoehorn a segment Jones or Jones, <laughs> okay. And I was just gonna be like, all right, so who are you gonna who are you gonna be moving forward here? Moving forward, is it gonna be Mac Jones or Daniel Jones? Because <laughs> those are your two those are your two that- waiver quarterback options in most leagues. Yes, and with with and I'm gonna <laughs> say that lovingly because I see either of those guys potentially breaking out. Hopefully, hopefully. But that's what you're uh, you're back in the two boat. Gosh, you're back, back in-, in the two boat. You're Sinking. back in that hoping slow wishful thinking and hoping for Rolling along. no injury um I, i'm pretty sure jalen hurts is snatched up in all leagues all right leagues. he's been too good the first few weeks um uh, yeah, yeah i wish i wish you the best of luck with uh jared goff here um i don't know why you're still sitting on Le'Veon on bell it just seems like bench space you could free up, but I mean, you got Michael Thomas coming back, I got eventually. My, which is
1: one of the spaces that will. Yeah, you'll, you're
0: going to have to move him off the IR reserve space and put him into your your active bench. Yes, <laughs> active bench lineup. Correct. Um, so I, I I guess you could sit on Le'Veon, but I would I would have shipped him just to have an active player that scores points, maybe keep an opponent from having him. Um, so yeah, so our big winner was uh, Magsy, and Joel was not our biggest loser, I would say, but he did lose. Did lose. And I, I think you have a good team, man. If you can get your quarterback situation kind of just under control, and you might have to trade someone to get that to happen. You might. Keep an eye I out. I think Gronk mm-hmm. was a draft, like, buy, sell high right now. I uh, think draft – I'm sorry. Rob is a definite sell high right now. I think he's doing great, and I think you're always running the risk of injury
1: there. With him, yes. And I do have Kyle Pitts on the in my back end, you know, and he's not, not yeah. bad.
0: Yeah, so I, I think you got uh, potential there, and you could trade Kyle Pitts. You know, not a bad, not a bad move there. Let's look at your team now. Let's go back to, to oh, well, you. Well, okay, okay, yeah, all right. Let's check it. Let's um, see the bar team. Do you want to do what we did last time and read the little NFL blurbs?
1: Yeah, you could read the blurb and tell them how good Maxie is and how poopy I am. That all right, let great. me let me
0: do that. We'll do yours real quick, and then we'll do mine. Um, I'll do this real quick. Let me pull up the gamecast. I for really week two. enjoy the automated. Uh, yeah, th- what a delightful little gift from NFL.com to eat up three minutes of content. All right, so here's the here is the article auto-generated for your disaster of a game, <laughs> led by a big game from Derrick Henry. Yeah, no shit, Magsty defeats Chubba Lubba Ding Dong. That's headline, and I butchered that a little bit. The contribution of Derrick Henry played an integral role as Magsty defeated Chubba-Lubba-Ding-Dong 154.9 to 111.1 in the 43.88 win for Magsty. Henry exploded for 47.7 points. Yeah, he was pushing 50 in a lot of leagues. He scored three touchdowns as part of his big outing, 182 rush yards, 55 reception yards, three touchdowns. He also recorded the highest point total in the league this week, better than any quarterback, with 154.98 points, Magsty had the top total in the league this week. Magsty, 2-0, moves into second place, while Chubba-Lubba-Ding-Dong winds up in seventh place. Next week, Magsty takes on the Fozzie Bears, that is one of the bar owners, while Chubba-Lubba-Ding-Dong gets Drollo, And the that's other the other bar, bar owner. owner. So fun. One. So uh, y'all are moving on from uh, this fight. This is a big center weekend, and I, I let me say center because that's one of the divisions. It's centers and drunks. The centers are actually members of the bar in some capacity, either a bartender, owner, or Somewhere host. Yeah, and then the drunks are clearly just members. Oh, we have a few here. Thank you. <laughs> oh, we might we might talk to one a little later. Um. So yeah, uh, I think that's hilarious. That's it, that's great.
1: It's, see, it's it's incredible how good. Derrick Henry has been consistently over the last three seas- or two seasons as well, including this one coming into. Th- th- Tennessee hasn't had a good running back like that since CJ2K. Uh, I mean, is Chris there, Johnson was the last one. Is
0: there couple. any other member of Tennessee's
1: team that's that good? No. And they have A.J. Brown, Julio. Oh, <laughs> period. Oh, Julio. 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 They have A.J. Brown and Tannehill in the backfield.
0: I feel as though Julio and A.J. on their names alone. Uh, warrant enough respect from any defense to keep heat off Derrick Henry. Yes, they have a so loaded team. Despite Derrick putting in the mileage of like the sturdiest of eighteen wheelers, like during the nineties, <laughs> uh, yeah. He, Next coming, I, I think Jerome he'll be goes. all right. I think they'll be able to use him sparingly, and he's not going to get targeted too much. I hope Derrick can I have him in a, a, a league, maybe two. And I think I think he'll be all right. I think he's going to be one of those people I'm not going to worry about injuries. I always worry about Dalvin Cook. Obviously, it happened. Um, even Kamara, I worry about injuries more than Derrick Henry at this point. He's proven himself. If you right. watch
1: any of his workout videos, he literally looks like an Adonis gorilla mixed with the rock. and oh, He's man. just lifting, going, and he's a massive human yeah. being.
0: Uh, game update for the local No Sports fans. Uh, not Will Lutz, missed a kick. And now I'm sad. Well, yeah, when does Will Lutz come back? Can Is he pick up bull? Should I
1: pick him up on my... Uh, I need anyway. Big Nuts Lutz. He's the best kicker we've ever had. All right, let's talk about
0: my uh, situation here in fantasy from week two. Recap. We're still recapping week two here. Recap. Uh, Lambs of Goodell, which was named last weekend thanks to Cody. Love it. We all know Cody. We all love Cody. Uh, he contributed that name, and it won by a vote. I played drollo and that is one of the bar owners you're playing him next week yes and i beat him we i, I, I gotta quit saying i for this team we beat drollo 144 to 121 the ball it was a pretty nasty stomping when i look at all the scores this week we had the second highest no third highest score no second highest scoring team next to Maxie. whoop whoop I apologize for no, that. No, it's okay. I got Magsteed. It's fine. Yeah, you got Magsteed. But I I did almost as good as Magsteed. So, like, as I said, they're, they're the big winner. They won the draft. And for me to say, like, hey, my work came in second.
1: Yeah, I'm okay with hey, that. Hey, you know what? Silver place gets you on the podium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or second um, place gets you on the podium.
0: Looking at our individual performances here, I, you know, I looked at my team. So, it's a very well-rounded team. Our team, the – Lambs of God, the social team, is a very well-rounded team. There's not a lot of studs, not a lot of stars, other than Travis Kelsey. I think I threw all my weight there.
1: Yes. You have a lot of consistency yeah.
0: on that team. Yeah, so he, he's a huge anchor, man. Um, I think all of my players have low, I mean, high floors. I think there's, like, a, a pretty, like, guaranteed floor at some of these players. I'm just going to go down the list real quick. We have Josh Allen at quarterback, Miles Sanders, Antonio Gibson, T. Higgins, C.D. Lamb, Travis Kelsey, Brandon Cooks. Ryan suck up for now and the Buffalo Bills defense. I'll probably ride them all season. It looks like they look like a nasty defense. Um, so it's just a well-rounded team, you know, I agree again. No, no studs. Like even like arguably my best wide receiver on this team. C.D. C.D. Lamb is not even the wide receiver number one on a team.
1: No, I think he's number two or three. Yeah, and sometimes it
0: feels like Miles
1: Sanders is not even the number one running back. I actually am an avidly—I'm uh, a hater of Miles Sanders. I do not think that the Philly running game is any good at yeah, all. Yeah, uh, but
0: he's—he's he's producing. I think I need to handcuff Miles soon. Uh, Antonio Gibson has so far been. I don't want to say a disappointment, but he's definitely been
1: averaging out what I felt his floor would be He's right doing now. what Ron Rivera did a lot with the Carolina Panthers, where there was two running backs and, like, D'Angelo Williams was one. I forget who the other guy was, where you're like, man, I really hope D'Angelo Williams is going to be great. And then he gets, like, 11 points, yeah. you know, 12 max. So, you know, as an RB3, RB2, you can't really complain more than 12, you know, like, less than 12 but, yeah, Gibson has not uh, produced the 20-plus that I thought he would every week.
0: Yeah, I, I thought Gibson was going to be for Washington what um, Derrick Henry was for the Titans. Yeah, just this monster And then bag. you got Scary Terry filling in that Julio kind of type role as just, like, the draw guy. And then you just have garbage all around
1: you. Everywhere. But then Ryan Fitzpatrick going down really so dampered a lot of that.
0: I don't know what Washington's problem is. It seems to be beyond a talent issue it seems to be and the quarterback's not helping them you know granted tana, tana the quarterback for the titans correct yes okay good yes, <laughs> yes. The uh, again i don't again derrick henry's the only person on that team in my opinion um <laughs> so you got a little bit better of a quarterback situation there so like i don't even know who the watch is at hanky
1: Ooh, Taylor Hankey, yes. Who, who's good the call. Quarterback, yeah, for That's Washington. His name, Taylor Hankey. So,
0: I, I guess a little bit better supporting cast at the Titans, but
1: yeah, I thought Antonio Gibson was going to be a big workhorse. Tennessee could potentially win their division, and then Washington, being in the NFC least, will probably battle for either the second or third place of that. Get yeah. ousted in the first round of the real playoffs, and that be their season. Yeah. Tennessee could go all the way to the AFC Championship, potentially the Super Bowl, because they're just that good. Yeah, so I yeah they could they they could be one of those sneaky teams. Bills, Titans, AFC Championship. You heard it here first. All
0: right, I, I might. Uh, thankfully, we're recording this, so yeah. I can now hold you to that. Uh, you because heard it here if this first. was just idle like bar chat, uh, I'd forget. I'd forget. Too. I'd forget. So we're we're gonna potentially hold you to that. Can I actually borrow your pen to yes. write that down. What yes. was the, what was
1: it Joel called Bills, Titans, AFC Championship. The Titans, AFC see
0: bet bet what am i betting i'm not sure yet no we'll figure that we'll out. Figure uh, out honestly it'll probably be for a punishment more so, like we'll probably get to the afc championship and it either happens and i'll be like hey you got it right i'll buy you a drink or
1: hey uh go run a lap I yeah don't know. we'll figure it out <laughs> you lose um go chuck a beer and all right cry.
0: uh so not to divert too far we're still recapping week two for ourselves uh, I'm pretty satisfied with my team. Drolo, he, he, he I felt like he is kind of in your camp. He's got the pieces there. It feels like he could break out at any moment. Um, Kyler Murray, obviously, I think, in my opinion, is probably top two, if the, not one I was going to say, yeah, I think he's the best
1: quarterback right now.
0: Saquon Barkley is a workhorse, uh, much akin to the Derrick Henry role, but for a slightly uh, better team than Washington –
1: yeah, I, better than Washington, worse than the Titans. Way worse than the Titans, but he also hasn't produced a lot of points. I think he's yeah. only gotten twelve points within two weeks.
0: Yeah, uh, Eli Mitchell, which is clearly a, a filler role for the San Francisco running back situation, which is tumultuous. slowly but slowly turning into the Ravens' situations. <laughs> Just it's, everyone's it's bad. Everyone's I feel bad for him, uh, Chris Godwin. You know, there's so many mouths to feed for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I feel like that's going to be a bust or boom any week for chris godwin but he could he could easily put put him over and this week he gave him probably what i would say godwin's floor is of 16 uh calvin ridley
1: he's the he's the the
0: number one he's the number one for uh matt ryan and if you respect matt ryan that's you know calvin ridley's a good (laughs) option uh we got jared cook for his tight end not not impressed there Uh, i think he could probably he's probably streaming if not he should be i wouldn't rely on jared cook sterling Shepard. Great flex fill filler for now until Galladay uh, comes back, which was today. Uh, we'll see how he does this week. But uh, for that game, Sterling Shepard was a great flex play.
1: I've used him as a flex on a few occasions, yeah. kind of a streamer flex.
0: Sterling Shepard, great flex wide receiver. Uh, Mason Crosby, decent enough kicker, no complaints there. And the Steelers defense is
1: I push into that
0: territory of top set five. and forget. Yeah, top five. It's kind of like you you put put him in good. T- so I played a good team, and I, let's see, they they scored 121. That would have beat every other losing team, every okay, other yeah. losing team in the league. So they they were average. Drollo did. My opponent was league average, and you know,
1: our team just smashed it. Sometimes
0: league you team team just, just get schedule screwed,
2: it.
1: where you just play people's best weeks.
0: So I'm proud of my. Uh, I'm proud of my team. Our team. Our team. The bars. Our team. team. Um, Everyone here. I'm gonna go ahead and read the NFL recap here. All right. So, Lambs of Goodell wins against Drollo. What a basic bitch headline.
1: <laughs> Thanks, algorithm. What? No, that's not even
0: fair. You got, even in your loss, your headline was cool. It
1: was way cooler, yeah. Larry like, Henry made sure it was cool. All right,
0: I'm going to change the hel- headline here. Let me, give me just a second. One, two. Lambs of Goodell absolutely wallops Drollo. There we go. I, you know, you just changed a good word there. Good word. Lambs of Goodell got the second highest point total. See, I, I didn't even have to do the math. It was right there in the first line of the friggin' article. Lambs of Goodell got the second highest point total in the league this week and beat Drolo 144 to 121. While each team hit their projection. See, see, we both did great. Yeah. I just, you know, my team's better. Lambs of Goodell put up one point eight percent more than their projection. What a phenomenally thin margin to note in this article. This Nailed article it. What a phone-in. i got to say already, we're not even halfway through this auto-generated article. The auto-generator phoned this one in. Yeah. (laughs) From headline already. So, Lambs of Goodell put up 1.8% more than their projected total to win. Drollo was led by Kyler Murray, obviously, with 39.1 points. And I'm not going to list out his fantastic stats, but it included a 400-yard pass game. Three touchdowns, one rush, ta- one rush touchdown, three pass touchdowns, and Calvin Ridley who scored 19.3. Not going to list his out. Lambs of Goodell shifts into third place, and Drollo goes into ninth place. Mitchell had plenty of opportunities for Drollo, but could only manage 53 total yards on 19 touches. Ah, ah that hurts. 19. Lambs of Goodell plays the boner thumbs in week three. Ah, I'm currently boner playing the bartender thumbs. Emily. That's Emily. She's here. While right Drollo there. faces you. Me um so yeah uh uh that sucks eli mitchell i didn't realize he did that terrible Uh uh-oh hey Hey. they just keep bringing you beer brad uh i would like to take uh, another moment No, no, no no i'd like to take another moment to uh give a huge shout out to mandeville social they are fantastic they take good care of you great food great service great drinks I wish I had a menu to talk about some of their bar specials. I think we actually even have a drink special. I think it's a social fantasy special. Oh, we have our
1: own drink now? Yeah.
0: Uh, Hold on just a second. I'm going to find out real quick. Hey, Emily? Are you all still doing the social fantasy drink special? Uh, Wasn't it the (laughs) – what is the special – I'm gonna guess um, no. If she doesn't, free know. alcohol for everyone who listens to the podcast. No. <laughs>
2: All right, we got we got shut day, down by one of the owners. Say, the no, bomb. it
0: was a, uh, it was a, it was a discount on the the social um specialty cocktail. And then we just we renamed it for the, the day. Our, our point, you know what? The point, the point is, if you come to Mandeville Social and you ask for the bar specials. A discount on one of the best spa- specialty 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 one of the best specialty cocktails here. You'll get that. Come in, thank you, uh, Mandeville Social again for having us, being a great host, uh, and also uh, being the victims of my wrath and fantasy. It seems <laughs> yes,
1: because both the bar owners are getting whooped by everybody else.
0: All right, so uh, I I think that's a fair. Oh oh, so we talked about our winners. Um, that was Maxie. As I said, I think in hindsight they had the best draft and currently have my pick for probably the best team i hate saying that no you know what my team's better their team's second best <laughs> um but looking back over the scores i i, I do and i don't want to harp on losers i really don't want to make fun of anybody but we gotta we gotta give special mention to the teams that only put up double digits yeah if you don't break a 100 com- you did real bad yeah it, it, there's some bad luck on your team right now you got to do overtime on on our next segment which will be the waiver wire. We'll talk about that briefly. Um but yeah, so uh David Gunn and M- Magilla Cuddy Cutty Hamaslamas, that's Seth. That's Seth, right? So David Gunn and Seth You guys suck. Uh, sorry to sorry to name full names, but like come on guys. Come what on. What are you doing? So I, I know things are rough. And I don't know things are rough. Let's look at why you failed so miserably. <laughs> Um, Aaron Rodgers. All right, so let's start with McGillicuddy, Ham, and They only scored That's 92. Seth. This is Seth, and uh, you know, sorry, Seth, I love you. Not gonna disparage you, but we got to talk about this. Hopefully, it'll be someone next week. Um, so we got Aaron Rodgers. Great, he he bounced back. Uh, I did not have faith after that first game. Joe Mixon, Jonathan Taylor, eh. Taylor just hasn't produced yet. He hasn't. He has gotten m- uh, Mixon's. It- Mixon's been Boomer Boss too. Yeah, you know, I, I think there's potential there. Robert Woods is having all his uh, catches taken by Cooper Cup uh Allen Robinson, you know, sneaky pick there. Noah Fant, ah man, he's so good and uh, it sucks he's on Denver. Yeah, I'm not so. It sucks he's the Denver on Denver. Team. Uh Jason Sanders is the kicker and the San Francisco 49ers. Man, I'm kind of honestly surprised at that team is doing as producing? bad as it did. Right. That 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 feels very disappointing. John- and I'm sorry, Seth, but you got to do some work. I don't know where. Uh let's see who did the worst. Jarvis Landry And your kicker didn't put up any points, which is a shame, and I'm sorry. Zero Uh, points from the kicker? That's that's weird, and, you know, there's a big contingency of people who don't want kickers at all. Yeah,
1: I've I've heard that clamor for that.
0: Yeah, I agree. I like a kicker. It's a good wild card, maybe. It gives me a chance to draft one of my (laughs) favorite players, O.J. Tuck. O.J. Tuck. Um, So, Seth, I'm sorry, buddy. You're definitely the big uh, loser for the week. Sorry, Sorry uh, and if you want to come on the show and talk about it, we'd love to have you. We love you. In fact, we'll probably have you on to talk about it regardless. Uh, and gun team, team gun, uh, 96 points, didn't do much better, um, and uh, lost to our, our one of our guests later. Yeah. We'll, yeah. We'll, 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 we'll get to that. We have a guest coming on later. Um, team gun, Justin Abear, David Montgomery, James Robinson, Devontae Adams, Devontae Smith. Oh man, what a great opportunity for de- Devonta as uh D- double Devonta team name. Oh, there's so many opportunities there. Uh Juan Johnson, uh Naji Harris, Harrison Bu- Bucker, Butker. Butker, the kicker. And the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, see, that's another team that like I'm on paper, on paper it should be better. Uh Justin Aber is b- Herbert Herbert has been somewhat disappointing this season so far.
1: You're so from Louisiana. Hey, bear. Yeah, that's a Louisiana thing.
0: <laughs> um, he just hasn't stood out to me as
1: much as I thought, like, he was getting hyped up to be. Last year it was a year for the ages for him. Usually sophomore years for quarterbacks aren't as good as their rookie year. Yeah. They do blow up that way.
0: Yeah. Um, David Montgomery and James Robinson, I think your, your team is the biggest issue there. You clearly got the RB1s. You clearly got volume coming in there. It's going to be a matter of your your surrounding team for those guys.
1: Well, when we talked about James Robinson last week that Jacksonville is probably going to be playing from behind a lot, so yeah. they're not going to be handing yeah, the ball Yeah, they won't be handing the
0: ball off as much. Uh, uh, Chicago might be another sneaky playoff team there. <laughs> um, his wide receivers, though, I am I really like, and it's a shame. Uh, Devontae Adams, uh, obviously a first-round wide receiver. I think that receiver. was his first-round pick, yes. And Devontae Smith, which – while disappointing in this past game who was his biggest loser putting up only three points um oh three points okay so not his biggest loser his biggest loser was his tight end Juan Johnson but I have faith in Devonta Smith okay I I think the quarterback situation is a little sketchy there but I think he's probably the biggest breakout did we get another touchdown did the Saints get another touchdown yeah. Saints got another touchdown. Uh, If you had Jameis Winston throwing two. Who's number one? Is that Callaway? Callaway. Oh, the, Callaway. I had him on my
1: bench because he's been dookie uh, for. Hey, you know what? I believe in Jameis. All right.
0: So if you had Jameis Winston or Marquez Callaway sitting on your bench, um, uh, no Congrats. news here. No news here.
1: But All the right. Saints are up 14 nothing, and we love that. Who
0: all right, so, uh, again, this is kind of a sleepy team. Juan Johnson, I think he needs to work on his tight end there, but Najee Harris in the flex, that's a pretty good pick. To like, have to have him game. in your flex, uh, he's he should be in the RB he's one RB or one. two situation. He's an RB one. So, I think the RB situation there is fine. I think the quarterback could use a little improvement. The tight end, for sure. Um, I'm I'm content with his wide receiver situation, but it, it kind of let him down this past week for what it's worth. I, they could have done better.
1: Uh, isn't that just fantasy? So
0: those are my picks for the losers. Uh, do you have any other big losers other than yourself Myself? and Tua Myself and Tua. No, yeah. nobody else. i I'm I'm will. Loser. I will say that you had the third lowest score. Yes, so I was almost <laughs> So there. other than the two people we just talked about, you did. You, I did crack 100,
2: yeah. but
1: but I needed to play one of those two people to even win. Yeah, it was, a, it was a rough week for me. The week two, there's still time. Yeah. Still time. All right, so uh,
0: we're about halfway through our show here. So well, let's get into the waiver watch.
1: Did you make any moves this week waiver-wise? I did. I switched my defense out because the Cardinals hurt me so bad, and then I also switched my kicker because he caught COVID. So I had to uh, That him happens. I ended up picking up the Carolina Panthers defense, who played on Thursday, and those Thursday night games are always such a gamble. Because there's one team that's really good and prepared, and one team that is just not. They played Houston this past week on Thursday. If you watched that game, Carolina really dominated that game. They won twenty-four to nine. The Panthers have really been on a tear. Uh, I'm a, I'm kind of amazed at how good Carolina's been this season. Yeah, so they, they, uh,
0: they've showed up. They've really done. And we'll, we'll see how that plays out because uh, their Derek Henry, Christian is Christian out. McCaffrey is out, and he has a hamstring injury, and they're saying it's not bad. But, man, hamstring injuries, man, it What's wouldn't take really much been to re What's funny re- about that, there. too,
1: is that he hasn't even been the best player on the team. Sam Darnold literally looks like an MVP candidate behind th- that line.
0: Yeah. Does, um, does Gase, like, is he that bad? Is the coach of the –
1: Oh, the Jets! The Jets coach that. I'm bad? pretty sure the Jets just don't know how to do anything but tank. But it really goes to show you what a different system and less pressure from New York has done for Sam Darnold. He's been yeah. incredible. He's well, absolutely been good incredible. Good
0: for him. I see that you also picked up Tim Patrick.
1: I did. I grabbed a, another wide receiver just to throw on the bench
0: and hold. Um, he did. Didn't one of the Denver receivers get injured? I believe Jerry Judy was injured. Jerry Judy. That is correct. Um, because I have Cortland Sutton. Len- Portland Sutton in a couple leagues, and uh, he definitely – I saw an uptick, uptick last week. I've had Tim Patrick in previous years. I like him. Uh, good, good pick up there.
1: Just something to have. Something to have. Yeah. Who else did
0: you pick up? Let's see. You also got uh, the Raiders in golf because I, I'm not going to judge you. We've already talked about your quarter situation there. Yeah, and I dropped um, the
1: Raiders almost immediately
0: for their defense. Yeah, and, you know, why not? You, it seems like you're wavering, streaming your uh, defense
1: situation too there. And I got, I'm got. i holding on to Justin Fields. I know he's starting this week for Chicago. I have Golf as well. Uh, they're both putting up the same numbers at this moment, but I'm really hoping to watch uh, Justin Fields. He's been my late sleepy pick for the year to be this rookie breakout candidate. I, I believe in Justin Fields. And, again, if you're watching this or listening and then he ends up tanking, don't listen to me. I'm really terrible at picking these things sometimes. Um,
0: so, was there anyone that you wish you would have got this past week? Anyone yeah, that you I'd really? I'd say I got
1: my squad. I'd say I got the people I was hoping for. Really, the big pick I needed was the Panthers' defense. Uh, I was really kind of, I needed a better defense there right now. Yeah. The, the Panthers, I believe, are ranked in the top five. Uh, yeah. With how good they're doing, so now I kind of potentially could have. A, yeah, they're ranked three in our league, so I could potentially have a set and forget defense, which is comfortable. Great. Yes. Um, which is very comfortable for me. Great. And, uh, yeah, your turn. Um, So
0: I made, again, uh, this is a difficult situation for me because I am vocally saying that this team is not my team. And in some ways that leaves me of liability and responsibility for how well it does. But at the same time, I'm making very personal moves that I feel would be best when it comes to the waiver situation because I can't have the bar here or not here at my house, telling me, hey, pick this person up. You need to fill this role. Like, hey, I don't want to just leave it sitting until we're already through the games, right? Correct. Correct. I feel obligated to give my expertise as the voice, and and, and until uh, another official is lec- elected to take over this team, <laughs> which may happen. You know, I'm open to it. If, if someone shows up and wants to be like, hey, I'm running the team, I might not put up a fight. Uh, so, these are the moves I made, and I'm, I'm pretty proud of them. I picked up uh Cordell Patterson, Cordell. And he Who is he
1: with right now? He is with the Falcons. The Falcons. And Speedy he, guy.
0: Yeah, he seems to be a very Pierre Thomasy kind of gadget, you know, out of the backfield receiver
1: type position for him. Excuse me. Well, let's hope that they uh they can do well with him because he was very good when he was with Minnesota for those few games he would actually play. Well, whenever whenever I see
0: these kind of situations popping up, I think early days Kamara and Ingram. Okay, and I just hope for that again. So I'm gonna hope that uh, Patterson here is the future Kamara, be and great. Mike Davis is the future Ingram, and I. That sounds stupid. <laughs> Atlanta <laughs> you Atlanta's said not it. You good said enough. It.
1: Atlanta's not good enough to make that happen. In the event Mark Ingram is ever going to listen to this. I just want you to know we yeah. love you. We're from New Orleans yeah. and we love yeah. you. Yeah, love you Mark Ingram.
0: Speaking love of you. speaking of which another waiver move I picked up was Mark Ingram. And uh Marky I want I want to say that was to I, I may have and I have to go back and look, but it's not really important. I think I dropped one of the Ravens like uh lottery picks to like get a running back. I think maybe I have maybe Levion Bell before you. Yeah, Le'Veon I think Bell I may Bell. have led Levion Bell, and obviously Levion didn't even get off the practice squad. So Mark no. Ingram's actually getting touches and reps. Is no. he their RB one in Houston?
1: Hit I believe so. In Houston, yeah, I would say he's. Is it, yeah, it's a it's a running back. Who's by the other guy? But David Johnson, and I'm not. I'm never sold on DJ. Yeah,
0: it seems like. Uh, Shitty team that will probably be playing from behind, and Mark Ingram is not going to have good opportunities. Uh, but he is the RB1 for that role, and he's a sturdy. He's kind of – he's got a Frank Gore vibe he's now, too. To has he's got He's definitely uh, – yeah, sturdy.
1: Quads like an oak tree. He's, we'll go with sturdy. He's a sturdy back.
0: Yeah. Let's see. Did I make any more moves on behalf of this team? No, I did not. Uh, I'm fine with the moves I made. I, I like the moves I made. I don't see really anyone else like That's Jamison little, Crowder, Jeff Wilson got picked up. Those are like, just kind of like, like a lot a lottery, just things, dudes, you know, just like dudes. I don't trust the jets. Obviously the San Francisco, I don't trust the jets for Jamison Crowder. Uh, who, what's the guy who's, who's receiving for the jets right now. Who's actually been doing good. Is there one? Someone filled in. Who's been doing. Okay. I can't remember.
1: Corey Davis. Corey Davis. Yeah. Thank you.
0: Um, so there's there's some lost touches there for uh, Corey and with Jameis coming back, but I don't trust that offense. It's just
1: hard to buy into the Jets.
0: And then Jeff Wilson is getting a lot of hype as like going to be the guy for the San Francisco backfield, but, man, I don't trust him right there's now. There's
1: been four different guys yeah. for that backfield this season already. As far as people I missed out on, San Francisco's backfield is starting to look like what the Patriots' backfield used to look like, where you're like, man, this guy could have one boom week, and then he doesn't see the field for four more.
0: Yeah, so I think I made appropriate moves. I don't think there was anyone better out there. I'm not 100% secure with my team, but I think we're a sneaky team.
1: And I will say, with a 12-team league, too, the the pool of players available to you is pretty thin that are, like, decent and worthy of picking up. We have a lot of... We have a good good amount of bench spots, a team, good amount of teams, so the, the pickings are thin. You deep, really gotta teams fight. are
0: deep, waiver shallow. Waiver shallow. Team deep, waiver shallow. I like that. All right, so that that's the waiver situation currently for SFL Live. I'm going to continue to make moves until someone says, "Hey, you know, look at this." Yeah, you know, I'm just going to be the expert ex- resident expert for the bar league team. Um, if I ever die or leave the bar, I hope someone manages this team beyond <laughs> me uh, because it's, it's bigger than me now. It's, it's the bar's team.
1: It has grown into its own entity. Um,
0: now, I'm going to ask you first because I want to go into the next segment with this. Did you have any potential trades that you saw out there that you are thinking
1: about, considering,
0: looking at, wanting, envying?
1: To be honest with you, no, not in this league specifically. And I like to keep things about the show about this specific league. Um, I haven't seen anything that I've been overly hyped about. But like we talked about, that week three is kind of the end of your sample size. Yeah. So once we get past this week and I have a little more communal average of what people are doing, that's when I'll probably start looking to make some trades. Because if you're 0-3 at the end of this week, you have to start doing something. Otherwise, your season's really done. Uh, cause if you go, yeah, we're 20% of the way through, we are 20% of the way through. If you
0: don't have shit in gear, 20% of the way through.
1: Yeah. If you're 0 and three, you should be in a panic. If you're at one and two, you should be really looking at stuff to do. If you're two and one, you can be like, okay, let's, let's ease it out. Three and oh, baby. Keep riding it.
0: If you ride the wave, if you were starting in new Orleans and traveling to Los Angeles, we're in Austin.
1: Yeah. You we, know, are, we are we are a quarter of the way.
0: You can't go back now. Like you got to start looking for tires on the road. <laughs> you got to start finding gas stations out in the middle of nowhere. You got to find the deep sleepers. You got to find the reserve players. You got to find people who will probably get COVID and are like second string already. <laughs> just because. Please be just because no one's gonna pick them up. So like. All right, so you're you're comfortable with your team
1: though. I'm you, very you're comfortable. You're not you're not seeing anyone else other there. than the quarterback situation, which we've discussed earlier. Where I'm probably gonna have to start looking for some of that. Yeah, I'm that.
0: To... there anyone on your team that is trade bait right now? Is there like, can, do you want to vocalize Ooh. to the league, to our listeners, more importantly, our league members? Is there anyone you're trying to get rid of?
1: I would like to let the league know in general. Uh, DJ Chalk. Chark, Chark is how
0: you
1: believe it. DJ Chark. Do, 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 do I have him on my bench. Uh, he's a uh, wide receiver one for the Jags. I'm more than willing to let him go. Kyle Pitts. I just don't like Atlanta. So I mean, it's nothing against him. He's okay. great in production, Fair but enough. I just don't like Atlanta. Uh, so if you need a tight end or you need a, a decent wide receiver, you know, three, four. All right, hit me up.
0: You know, just for the sake of content and action, if things don't get a moving. I might hit you up because I like Kyle Pitts. I think we can play him. Yes, we can play him as a flex in our league. We can. And uh, you said a receiver was on the line there? A
1: receiver is on the line as well. Who'd you say? DJ Chark right DJ now. DJ Chark.
0: I love DJ Chark. I would gladly cha- trade Galladay for Chark right now. Oh, yeah, but I don't want Galladay. <laughs> Galladay's terrible. All right. You know what? Fair enough. Uh, <laughs> uh, first off, let's wait and see how he does this week, and maybe you might You're change my You're right. Your I mind. might change my mind. And we could talk about it next week probably not. Um, I will say right now, because of the way my team is, everyone is trade bait. Because my team, I feel, is like a lower, well-rounded. Uh, Travis Kelsey seems to be the only piece that is like.
1: The superstar. Yeah.
0: It seems like he's the only person someone would go out and a trade for. Unless I feel like the Amari Cooper owner in our league was like, hey, man, Amari's injured. I really want CD. I trust. I, I trust Dax on. Right? I
1: need CD so bad. Yeah.
0: So like, I think the only piece I have is Kelsey, as far as being able to trade. Anybody wanting it, I feel like I'm gonna have to package everything else to like get a trade to go through for me. Yeah.
1: Otherwise, you could send Kelsey on his own and get yeah a, a heaping return. Yeah. A, a so heaping return.
0: There's no real trades out there. I mean, obviously, I want Kyler Murray. That's, Who wouldn't? That, that's. Yeah, and, you know, I drafted him in half of my leagues that I was playing in. I'm, I'm content with Josh Allen, though. You know, I'm not upset about it. I'm looking for I another. I have a deep-rooted
1: love for Jay Allen. Deep-rooted.
0: I, I would love a running back one. Um, Miles Sanders and Antonio Gibson just seem like RB2. I'd say even
1: three sometimes. Flex, flex kind of flex players. Spot.
0: So I, I would love a good, solid RB1. Uh, again, my wide receiver situation, I feel like I'm playing with, like, the best of the wide receiver twos across multiple teams. So I would love a good stud wide receiver. Um, I have Kelsey now. So, like, if I lose Kelsey, I feel like I just need to replace him in some kind. Obviously, you don't replace Kelsey.
1: The production alone is insane.
0: Maybe, maybe like, a Waller for Kelsey straight up. Hey, tight end. if
1: you believe that much in the – I mean, I, I like Waller. I'm not going to bash at all on the Vegas offense right now. Vegas is killing it. Uh, I'm amazed, to be yeah. honest. And Waller, I think I think Waller and Hawkinson are the top two tight ends right now, if I do recall correctly. Yeah. And then Kelsey might be third. So if you have TJ Hawkinson, also holler at me. I love TJ Hawkinson. Throw him, throw him my way.
0: Um, I, I'm high on Hawk. I'm not as high as I am Waller and Kelsey. So that's all I got to say on Hawk right now. And I, back to the point that I've made several times already. It's really more about the team surrounding it's about him. about the team. Um, Kelsey's has Tyreek Hill uh, taking a lot e of mouths to him. feed. You a know, mouse there's a lot of mouths to team. feed, but like there's, I feel like there's more opportunities because there's better mouths to feed there. <laughs> well,
1: he's also the biggest of all the mouths to feed. So in the red zone, I mean, he's just so much bigger than everybody yeah. else. And you're going to line him up in the slot or right off the edge. And he's going to come over the top and the linebackers a foot smaller than yeah. him he just throws his hands up and catches it yeah. it's, it's insane so um freak athlete
0: yeah and Brandon Cooks yeah like everyone on my team is potential trade fodder I'm I'm really not attached to anyone um yeah Jameis Winston Leonard Fournette Mark Ingram all of them I hope they break out God bless Winston I hope he's not as inconsistent all year because I would love to trade him
1: <laughs> and I, I secretly want him. So All right. we could discuss that.
0: We'll talk about it. Uh, maybe we'll work out something this week because, again, you said you had some pieces you were willing to let go, and obviously I'm willing to let go of everything. Uh, but I'm very excited to move into our next segment. Uh, Chris, you good? You ready? Um, I would like to go ahead and introduce uh, – I think this is the first person other than Daryl we've slightly had conversations with on the side. This is the first league member that we've had on the show to actually talk about his team. So let me go ahead and introduce. Uh, would you, Chris Bizzle? Chris let Bizzle. me introduce Chris Bizzle, uh, manager and owner of the Loki Delta Variants of
1: the Division of Drunks. Welcome, Chris. Welcome, Chris. Let's I just want to, you to tell you before you say thank anything you, that you. I absolutely love your team name. Loki's Delta Variance is hilarious. Thank you, Thank you. Quality team name. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Happy to have you all right just talking to the mic there for me since i yep all right so you're, you're,
0: you're good all right perfect all right um so welcome to the show thank you for coming on thank you for making the drive from baton rouge uh we have league members from all over the place uh we got some in baton rouge some in new orleans some here in mandeville hey sfl listeners sorry for the interruption but during the live show we experienced an issue with our mic feed so unfortunately the remainder of this episode will sound a bit off I tried to do some post-production editing magic, but regardless, I would like to apologize to you, the listeners, as well as our guest Chris, for the poor quality of the last 30 or so minutes of this week's SFL Live. If you don't want to sit through it, I completely understand. So just to fill you in, we had Chris join us to discuss his team some, as well as pitch a blockbuster trade to our bar run team that we accepted, after some discussion with other league members, of course. Spoiler, he gave us Kittle, AJ Brown, and DJ Moore for Kelsey and Brandon Cooks. Again, sorry for the bad audio quality for the remainder of the episode. It won't happen again. Maybe. I think we even have one in North Carolina, uh, the Manthers, Carolina Manthers, that makes sense. Um, but Chris is from Baton Rouge, super excited to have you, thank you for coming out. Um, instead of doing like a, just break down your intro here, I, I came up with some questions I'm gonna ask you. We're gonna do a rapid fire so we can get it out of the way so we can get to the good and meaty stuff. Uh, because Chris actually has a trade proposal.
2: Oh, right. yeah. Already? Yeah. I'm excited. I'm the only one who's made a trade so far. So
0: that is. Yeah, he. Uh, I should preface this. If you listen to last week's episode, Chris traded. Who was it? Lockett, Tyler Lockett, to Fozzie Bears in return for George Kittle, which we believed was he was the winner of that trade. Uh, I think we called it a fair trade. Okay. I don't. I wouldn't say it was a winner loser. I I'd have to go back and listen <laughs> to, to remember what I said, but I, I thought that was a justified trade, right? All right. Yeah, no, I I think yeah in the in the recency situation, yeah, I think you did you won that week for sure anyway. Um, so let's go ahead and get this out the way. Uh, question one: How do we know each other? <laughs> yep, Chris and I went to high school together. Uh, there's another member of this league. Uh, in Baton Rouge, Cody, we've talked about him before, uh, the guy who gave us the Lambs of Goodell name. Yes. We all went to high school together, and I'm super pumped that fantasy allows me to keep these super awesome connections. So, uh, yeah, so if you're a member of the league, obviously you, you know how cool fantasy is. But if you're just watching as a casual normie fan, uh, yeah, you get to keep long-term friend connections. So that's super dope. Uh, question number two. How long have you played fantasy football? Ooh, since 2013, I think. 2012? Okay. Okay, so you're So you're eight, eight years? Yeah, something like yes. Yeah. Okay, so I think I've I've played maybe a year longer. If twenty if twenty twelve was my first year, and we've talked about that. So we've played about the same amount of time, all things considered in the grand scheme of things. So your experience level I would classify as a veteran.
2: Yeah. Right? Actually, it was 2014. I forgot, 2014. Oh, uh, yeah, it's you
0: yeah, yeah 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 you're now you're now a rookie xl um so i, I six you're, you're six years seven years you, you're you're a veteran fantasy player you know the shit like obviously you're addicted to it in some capacity you want to do it every year uh chris is also in a private league of mine so i know he's deep into the fantasy game um so question number three why do you play uh, slash what do you like most obviously is a question about fantasy so I
2: play because I wanted to get into football, and uh, I started fantasy because honestly, it's a game that is that is related to football, right? And uh, I
0: just kept it from there. So yeah, it's uh, fantasy super accessible. I think um, I, I host another podcast called uh, Just Say No, and we talk about our love of sports and why we love sports. Joel's been a guest. I'll, I might have you as a guest on eventually. I got a log of guests. It's fun. The whole point is uh, talking about your kind of history of sports, and I've come to find out that most often than not, it's people who just, like, can't do professional sports. No offense. None of us here, no one, no one who's here at Mandeville Social on a Sunday can do professional sports. Otherwise, we'd be playing professional sports, and honestly, we're getting to the age where we slowly probably be retiring at this point. So, like, our physical prime was behind us. Uh, and so you, you, you hit on a good point that a lot of my guests have talked about is the accessibility. And I love that fantasy is your point of accessibility for being a fan to a sport you otherwise wouldn't have much of an involvement in. So I love that. I love that. All right. So question number four. And this is a uh, three-part question. <laughs> and now we're finally getting into your association with the league. Welcome to the SFL. Thank you for signing up. How do you feel you did in the draft? And I'm going to go ahead and pull your team up so I can judge along. Fair
1: enough. Oh, fair enough. I like the level of confidence that you do. Uh,
0: who was your, let's see, yeah. let, let's see. Yeah. Which,
1: you know, granted as my one and one.
0: So who was your first pick? I'm going to assume it was Dalvin Cook, even though he's not starting right now because he's injured. Yeah. But you, smartly enough, got Madison. Yeah. Did, you, did you draft him? Yeah, yeah good call. Good good call.
2: Good
0: call. Yeah.
2: If your second overall pick is a running back, who that hand
0: Yeah. Um, I, looking at your team, I'm just gonna run down everyone real quick and I'm gonna do my best if uh, if you hear any discrepancies as far as like who I think your most important players would be, uh, let me know. But uh, so your quarterback situation seems to be your weak point right now. I really agree. Um, Joe Burrow, w- w- which is not bad. I wouldn't blame you. Is not bad. And you live in Louisiana, so you're over hype on him. No, not at all. Okay. Uh, well, regardless. It's terrible. <laughs> well then, I, so you did you you drafted him? When I drafted him. Yes. So
2: you. thought coming into uh, so the league, especially in Dynasty, right? Yeah, okay.
0: Everyone wants that. Okay, take Chandler number one for a two quarterback league. Okay, no, Dynasty's fair. Dynasty fair. And
2: I, and I said, why would you do that? He's only produced on a senior season, right? Yes. One, he's won one year of good production, right? Yeah. And then this year, I missed on Trey Lance most of the time. And then I said, I guess I'm doing for
0: so you went a more. Question
2: mark, yeah. A 100% question mark. Yeah.
0: Okay. So you definitely went more of a. Um, I don't want to say potentially streaming your quarterback situation, but you definitely took a chance. Oh yeah, 100%. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. I said I could be wrong. And Dalvin Cook, you were obviously like top four draft pick. Okay. And I can't. And when you're in that, that top draft area, I can't blame you for like that first pick. So, who who was your second pick? Because if I had to bet, it was uh, either AJ or Terry. Terry. AJ, AJ. It was Terry. Yeah. I'm mean, sorry, AJ. Sorry. AJ Brown. That that's not bad. You know.
1: I like AJ Brown. Oh, no, I Jay think Brady. he's a great receiver. I think with Julio on the other side, that opens it up for him. Let's hope it produces into that
2: uh, hopes and dreams that uh, we both share. I have AJ Brown I'm so to lose that.
1: I,
0: I feel like you're kinda in that same situation as the SFL team as far as your wide receiver situation goes. It's kinda like you have a complimentary wide receiver. Um well, no, because you got scary Terry. <laughs> oh, <man>. yeah, <laughs> <does>.
2: <laughs>
0: well so 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 all right, so let me backtrack here. Let me let me uh fill that hole that I just dug for myself. Um but they're not names that pop pop out as like the top tier wide they're not like you're Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hills, not even in like Stefan Dix, even though probably I think Scary Terry actually has more points than Stephon so far this season, maybe even AJ, but they're just not the the tier one wide receiver names that you would normally think about. Uh, I think in hindsight, my 2021 draft hindsight, you did really good, really good. AJ and Terry are great value draft picks. Now, did
1: you draft the Arizona running back? Chase Edmonds? Did you yes. draft him? Okay, that was very smart. I know a lot of league people did not pick him. He was a top top three agent the first week. Who called? I So
0: your wide res- or your running back you have Dalvin Cook, Chase Edmonds. Great duo there. Uh a really good value wide receiver situation. Again, I'll stand by my comment, not upper tier not tier one not tier one wide receiver. Fine. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Um Uh, Your tight end situation, you made that trade last week, George Kittle. I'd put him in the upper end. You know, I, I don't think he's the Waller or Kelsey level that he's been hyped to be in seasons previous but he's still like mark mark andrews level he's very good he's
1: just injured bro. yeah That's really the issue is can yeah. he stay healthy and stay
0: on. uh courtland sutton who we've already kind of mentioned in this show who who's gotten a little benefit from an injured jerry judy yep. not 25. yeah not um yeah and let's go down which is great and you got my favorite
1: twenty-five.
0: Uh, you got a good team man and you got justin tucker my favorite fucking kicker don't need to talk about that uh, Denver D. Denver D. Uh, always a solid always a solid D. I don't want to say set and forget D, but like enough so that you don't have to stress. For
2: the first three weeks, set and forget. Yeah. Like i said, for this week because uh, they playing the Jets. It's funny. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. You're fine this week. You're fine this week. My defensive pick of the
2: week is because we're playing the Jets. So when we talk about Justin Tucker, right, it's it's funny because when you and I are in a league together, right, it's always a game of chicken of like how soon we're going to draft Justin Tucker.
0: It, <laughs> it, it usually – it usually boils down to, like, round eight, seven, eight, and nine, where, like, I can feel it, and I know Chris feels it. I was going to ask, where does
1: the pressure begin? It starts,
0: it, it, depending on how many teams in the league, 12 person, like, I think it, it was around 10 or so. You say, it was, because you, you know my draft strategy. Like, I like to finish out my team before I really move into my bench. So, like, it had to have been, like, it had to have been top 10 picks for, for both him. And me, and most other leagues that I'm in.
1: <laughs> no, when he picked J.Tuck Bryan, did you just like feel like seething anger and pain inside because you didn't get Justin?
0: On a on a personal level, yes. <laughs> but I had to uh, zoom out. Yeah. I am representing. I am representing a team. I had to. I am representing this team. I had to let go of my emotional attachment. I had to say, nay, Justin Tucker is not the value that I would recommend. Like, I personally overvalue Justin Tucker. And that's fine. I would not put that on other people. You know? It's a shame because
2: Justin Tucker's incredible.
0: He's great. He's fun. great.
2: That, you know, you ended up with Suck Up instead.
0: Again, I think that offense is going to move plenty. And I, he's not going to get like a bunch of 50, 40 yard uh, three point field goals. He's going to get extra points. He's going to get your five touchdown extra points. <laughs> That the, the Patriots are, are – not the Patriots. The Tampa Bay Bo- – the Tom Brady's team is going to get. Tom, Brady, Tom Brady's team. Okay, so, like, you, you had a good draft, man. I, I think you did a great draft job. Uh, you drafted fourth. So, yeah, man. You, or somewhere in the top. Second? Second. Yeah, dude, that's a tough one. Yeah. The, the comeback from 12 teams. That's miserable. So long. That's miserable. Yeah, so I think you had a great draft. So, question four, part two. Team name. You named your team the Low Key Delta Variants. I don't think we need to spend too much time on that. Do you just want to briefly explain where you got that from? Okay, so
2: I was on Twitter at one point, and I had, uh, a person Dragonfly dressed as a flight attendant uh, in a night, uh of Delta, and I was suggesting my team name. I have got this, and then I spent an hour in Photoshop making that an actual logo rather than a person's picture. So, all right. Yeah.
0: Well, I, I love the team name. Um, I've, I've said it before many times i'm more of a fan of um, player name puns, which is fine but i love a good pop pop, pop culture love that because that's it's only good for 2021 let's be honest in 2025 we're going to look back and be like i get those jokes <laughs> <laughs> <Poor> <laughs> those, those are the classic bits oh, I i remember when uh, my family i remember when my family was still uh, here um talking
2: about talking about the, the, the player Right? Yeah. The only thing I hate about player pun names is that you are attached to that team or that player with
0: that one right? Yeah, yeah. No, you, you bring up a real good point. Um, when I na- So part of my uh, lore, I love team pun names, but when I destine you to be a part of that team name, yeah. you become untouchable. Yeah, team lamb, c. Lambe, c- completely untouchable. Yeah, that's part yep. of it. Yeah, so I, I got to back up and say uh, it, 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 most of my people are untouchable except for C D Lamb. He is the name. All right, so uh, I, we get your team name. It's funny. It's great. Uh, I will do an actual poster for you because I talked about that at the bar. Um, I like your poster currently. It's the Delta logo with uh, the low-key uh, horns from the show. Yep. I, I, oh, yeah. It was, it's intense. It, okay, so it
2: was, okay, do I take just the triangle? Or do, I take the, do I take the Delta symbol, right? It, it was iteration after iteration.
0: All right. uh, Can you do me a huge favor and after the show, send me a picture, like a full picture of that? Uh, Because on our platform, the logos are like that. Super tiny. You can't even tell what most of them are. Um, But I want to see that and influence whatever I do. And then next week we can talk about your flyer, if you're here or not.
2: (laughs) All
0: right. So last part of question four. Uh, and we don't have too much time. We got about ten minutes left at most. Um, who are your rivals, and what are your expectations for yourself this this year, o- or the league in general?
2: Honestly, I would. It's sad that there's not a message board, like a public message board, this league, because I was gonna ask after last week where I could pick up my cigars.
0: Right. <laughs> right. Already claiming a prize
2: is to question where I can pick up. Oh, do you th- smoke cigars? <laughs> 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 oh yeah, to have a- yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: in celebration. Yeah, uh, pour them,
2: ah, that's right.
0: Well, I'm I'm not gonna. I don't want to speak for you, but like, come end of the year, if you do win, like, and you're here, which if you're in the championship, hopefully the champions will be here. Um, we'll see what we do with these cigars because is a shit ton of cigars. So cool. Too. We have a lot of cigars. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, yeah. That's an excessive amount of cigars. I hope the only other alternative would be like whoever wins is like I fucking love cigars.
1: <laughs> Woo! And then I can and
2: then I,
0: and and then I can just be like, do you really need the fifty dollar gift certificate then? Like yeah, this is my <laughs> Saturday afternoon. And I'm gonna wolf down twenty
1: miles. Oh
0: All right, so you you're, you're hype on your fucking team. Um okay, so let's put it this way, right? I traded my number three
2: receiver, knowing that I could put my, no- my number four or number five receiver in there and make the same amount of and it's,
0: 20 It's true. You do have a very balanced wide receiver situation. Uh, and uh, to re- re-backtrack on my previous statements, it's it's a bunch of, like, quality guys, you know? like. DJ Moore who just put up 20. That's what I was just going to say. Like, even on your bench, and we didn't talk about this just a second ago, but you have uh, DJ Moore on uh, the – Panthers, who are doing great right now. Number one he's the number one res- wide receiver on, I think, currently the number one ranked team. I don't know the full rank. Team. Team. Yeah, um, yeah. you got uh, Rondale Moore, who seems to be in the breakout position for uh, Kyler Murray. Yeah. And he, he's one of the – it's kind of like a Calvin Ridley type vibe. You know, he, he's clearly – yeah, no, it's clearly – you're clearly behind someone better, but you're kind of like the – you're the rookie who's, like, really good enough to, like, beat the third – Cornerback for your opposing team because everyone
1: else is on the big road receivers.
0: Yeah, you can be yeah. the number two
2: to, to D Hop out there. I
1: mean, yeah. D going to absorb so much looks.
0: That's great. And uh, he, he, this is an interesting one because you got Pittman and T.Y. Hilton. I feel like either or. I, well, if one plays. <laughs> uh,
2: okay, so T.Y. Hilton, I think, is, like, is actually dead. Right?
0: He might be. He's a three-hour spot,
2: so why not
0: I think that's smart thinking there. And he, he's. I, I, uh, I would consider T.Y. like a, a flex-and-forget player. Uh,
2: maybe like four or five years ago, but recently, he's been... Uh, I haven't
0: had him on my team recently.
1: I on my team recently. Uh, Speaking of 20,
2: I'll just put 20 Pittman,
0: and uh, Pascal's on that team, too, who's also been vulturing. So th- th- uh, t- Tyrod Taylor, who's the quarterback there? Uh, Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz, sorry. Um... Yeah, I, I think Carson's good enough to feed those mouths. So, I, again, sorry sorry for my negative comments on your wide receivers. You have a very balanced. Again, no names that really pop to me. No names that stand out. Nothing, well, well, it feels like it's nothing that I would reach out and trade for. It's kind of like my team. It's nobody that I would reach out and trade for. Um, but yeah, so like I like your team. Like I think you did a great job on your draft. I think you've done good on your moves so far. Um, obviously, like you're filling voids with Dalvin Cook being out. Uh, DJ Moore, I, he's on your bench for some reason. Because I had Cortland. On- yeah, yeah, you got to know. Cause don't I, don't know. I might have played DJ over Cortland, but at the same time with Jared Judy going down. Uh, yeah, good call. Good call. Yeah. Um, But that's not why you're here. You're not here to talk about uh, just your team and how you did, and you're not here to stroke stroke your own self, uh, Chris is here with intentions. Oh, yeah. Chris came here with a goal. He hit me up this past week, and, and he asked me a very important fantasy question, and it's one I kind of scoffed at originally because the names up front just didn't do it for me, oh, but okay. I... <laughs> How did that he. All right. So, all right. I'm just gonna hit you with. <laughs> I'm. I'm gonna hit you with what he said to me, and then I'm gonna give you my natural reaction. So it's a. And you know, I'm paraphrasing here. How would you feel about a trade package, including tro- <laughs> Sorry. Let me. Let me get. Nailed sorry. It. How would you feel about a trade package, for Kelsey that would include Kittle? <laughs> now. Now, you hear the two names there. You hear Kittle, Kelsey, and a trade. And then I was kind of like,
2: <laughs> no,
0: <laughs> no, 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 no. And if you got to listen last week, my opinions on Kittle are out there. I think that that's a little too much risk there. And I think Kelsey's just like on a – he's on the top tier. He's Waller tier. Kelsey and Waller. Like, so that that trade outright didn't – it made me, huh. But I heard the package. So, that's why I didn't ask too much about it, because I wanted you to come here. And uh, there's not, you know, is Magsty listening? No. No? I feel like uh, we should try and solicit at least one other league team to pay attention. But, uh, I'm interested in the package. Because Kittle's not a a bad tight end, so I'm going to unscaffa, I'm going to re-go back on my scaffa, re on my scaffa, and I'm going to give Chris an opportunity to pitch to the bar as a whole his trade package. Okay, so
2: last week you we talked about if you're going to get a one, you need, sorry, you need a two and a three, right? Okay. You need a one, you need a two and a three. Yeah, you need okay. a two and a three in a turn, right? So, yeah. My thoughts are. Hands
1: So you need two and three, right? George Kittle, third round pick. Adrian Brown, second round pick. That is a two and three. Two and three. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that's just based on the rounds you picked then. You
2: know, there
1: is also that personal element.
2: No, there is three. that personal element, but I figured that that's a good throw. Mm. Yeah. All right. Yeah, you thought trade package. I'm like, I'm offering you like. I don't know. Brett R? Yeah. <laughs> I'm
0: not real sure. Man. Here's a... Uh, that's not a bad value. that's not a bad value. Yep. That's not a bad value at the draft. I was gonna say Okay. Now let's get in let's get into this trade uh because we have about five minutes left before we're we're done on time because I wanna I wanna make a decision and then go ahead and get on out of here. Uh so let's let's look at this real quick. So the package that I'm currently being offered is George Kittle, or I, social fantasy, the we. The group of the bar. The Lambs of Goodell fantasy team is currently being offered George Kittle and AJ Brown, who is questionable but still playing today. So like he's got a little, you know, lingering, you know, injury, you know, there's something, there's something going on. A little bruise. Um for Kelsey. So. I need to look at our team, right? Yeah. I need to assess our situation. You're starting <laughs> okay, I'm starting.
2: Your first question when you walked in here was, "Is Kenny Galladay?"
0: I'm I'm starting Kenny Galladay under duress because T. Higgins, your quarterback's wide receiver, is injured. Yeah. So, I'm I'm not going to deny that my. Wide receiver situation is not deep, but I will say that I have C.D. Lamb and T. Higgins normally for my one and two. So let me let, let's assess. So we'd be looking we'd be looking to uh, f- potentially address a wide receiver two position, right? Okay. As well as a flex position. position. Got it. That's a- effectively what I feel like we're trading for here. Yes. For your tight end one, you need to get some flex depth. But we're getting Kittle in return. Man. This is a tough one.
2: It's not my team. I'm not gonna
0: but you're part of the bar. You're right.
2: I would say no. Kelsey's too
1: good. The production is permanent with Kelsey. He will always score
2: points.
0: See, the way you're saying that feels like a curse. It feels like he's going to get injured this week now that you said it like that. Here's the thing. All right, so Kelsey, George Kittle, AJ Brown. I got Brandon Cooks already in the flex. He could service as a wide receiver too. He could. He's been outstanding so far, but he's on Houston. So that doesn't. (laughs) So that's not that's not Jets level of production, good. Yeah, as far as backup wide receivers go, I ain't got nothing. It is. (laughs) You be hurt. It is Kenny Galladay on a. Like, that's that's really my depth. It's C.D. Lamb, T. Higgins, Kenny Galladay, and Brandon Cooks. I have four wide receivers. Yeah. It's not good. <laughs> but here's. You know what i am going to do to that? To that wide receiver? Scuff That's what I'm going to do. I'd laugh at it too. I'll make it more interesting. Oh, I'll make it more interesting. Uh oh. Uh oh. Okay. Okay. All right. So, your pick of DJ Moore or Courtney Sutton. Oh, man, take four. Brandon Cooks as well. Brandon Cooks and so, Kelsey. Okay, so here. Okay. Add those two. Brandon Cooks and Kelsey. See. Four. George Kittle, A.J. Brown, and D.J. And DJ Moore, or Cortlandson, <laughs> D.J. Moore. <laughs> yeah, because uh, Jerry Judy's not um, seasoned, is he? I don't believe yeah, so. he's seasoned. He's seasoned? He is. Yeah, he's seasoned. Oh. we put them on there? Is is it ACL?
2: Uh, I forgot what it is, but he's, he's okay.
0: Alright, I'm gonna I'm gonna trust you because I don't think you'd lie under oath of being recorded. <laughs> oh fuck, that's a good trade, I think.
2: Yeah, I would I would probably take that. I would take that trade.
0: I think so too. I I part of me wants to say scary Terry for AJ. And flip that. Now, don't, don't respond just yet. Don't You don't have to respond just yet, because I, I don't I fully agree on that. But I trust Tannehill more than whatever's quarter. Uh-huh. If you take Scary Terry, you'll have two Washington players, which a bye-week. Yeah. Yes. Yes. All right. Um, let's I, – I like it. I think that's a good deal. I think we just committed a trade here. I think we did. Um, members of the bar – Members of the bar who are in the Fantasy League. <laughs> <laughs>
2: All
0: right, so we got Team Magsy, we got Team Fozzie Bear, we got Team Drollo, we got a, a huge consensus here. Um, members of the Fantasy League, SF, F, SFL members unite. We have a trade on the block here. Are you ready to hear this trade? It's A.J. Brown, George Kittle, and D.J. Moore. Four. Travis Kelsey and Brandon Cooks. Alright. Why is, why is Foz- Alright, we're getting Fozzie Bears saying no. I wanna
1: know why.
0: She- Alright, so we should mention Fozzie Bears is the team that traded George Kittle recently. <laughs> so we're gonna take we're gonna take that with a grain of salt. <laughs> So you're not you're not you're not gonna fight this trade if it happens. Magsty. So we already got a kittle hater. You're really just like fuck the bar team. You're just like fuck the bar team, let the bar team lose. Alright, Magsty, how do you feel about that trade? You're for it? You think that's a, a, a good, fair trade? It's three for two, but Kittle's one of those two, so that's like three. Kelsey, <laughs> I'm sorry. Kelsey! Kelsey!
2: positions in one. They're so interchangeable.
0: Sorry, Lagunitas has got me. All right, so the bar team is trading away. Bar team is trading away Kelsey and Brandon Cooks for George Kittle and A.J. Brown, and D.J. Moore.
1: I love that
0: Fawzi person. I love it. Yeah, the person who traded Kittle's like... So this team team that I have very minority stake in is getting this player I just traded away for. (laughs) All right, so Magsy, you're my current pick team winner league 2021 hindsight. How do you feel on that trade? Do you think it's like a fair value trade, though? They think it's fair. I think it's a fair value trade too. Fair. The DJ Moore um, is what right yeah. sets it over the
2: top.
0: About who? Tony Brown at all. No, no, it's AJ Brown. AJ Brown, the
2: better Brown.
0: Not Antonio Brown. I would not. <laughs> no one wants Antonio. But I have. Yeah. Nobody wants.
2: Yeah. No, you tried to trade up. Why?
0: All right, so AJ Brown, okay. George Kittle, DJ Moore okay. for Kelsey. I think, I think it's a fair trade too. I think we just
1: made a trade happen right here on the show. You
2: heard
0: it. I think that's a trade. Oh, um, real. I'm gonna put the responsibility on you to send the trade. Uh, obviously, we're in the middle of week three, so it will go into effect till. So it will not go into effect till next week. We'll see how it plays out. Um. I feel like – has Kittle even played? <laughs> he's not. All right. I like think that you have agreed to this. Yeah, no, I don't – you, you don't make deals on, like, what just uh, – All right, so we got George Kittle who has not played yet. And Travis Kelsey. <laughs> Is he already – he's already put up 17 points. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: all right, but – all right, but here's the thing. If K- if Kittle puts up 20 and like I have wide receiver depth for days, we have wide receiver depth for days. Because this isn't my team. Why would I take that stupid trade? I would never take that stupid trade. This is for content purposes. Um yeah, no. I, I again, I think long season, I think that's a fair value. I'm taking a risk assuming the Kittle burden, Kittle burden. The Kittle burden. <laughs> burden. The Kittle burden. But uh, with all their like turmoil at running back, and even wide receiver, I feel like Kittle's going to have opportunities if he stays healthy. Let's he, he'll be able to at least service that position, and then I don't have to worry about wide receivers again. It, 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 it's too late. To- okay. No, I shook hands. Yeah. No, I think it's a good deal. Um. So send me that. Right. Uh, a deal has been made here live on SFL Live. Uh,
2: I'm going to make it a trade every be- week, so.
0: No, I, it's not gonna happen every week. I, I would imagine. Not with, you. Not with me. But uh, we'll see if we can make. It. But I encourage that. Uh, so uh, if you are watching, if you are a member of the social fantasy league, if you have a trade in mind and come on, for the social team, just come on and like <laughs> pitch it, and you'll probably get it because you know this is a pushover. I'm a pushover. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> I, yeah. DJ Moore was absolutely the icing. I think so, and if you're not gonna ride him, if he's just gonna kind of be in your bench, why not? No, no. Like get get him off your, no, get him off your books. Yeah.
1: Could
0: be much than mm. To me. an Who, who, who's Houston's quarterback this week? Uh. <laughs> but he still, Brandon Cook still put up mad points. He's still a, a great wide receiver, but at the same time, I think I'm getting DJ Moore. Um, all the heat's going to be on uh, McCaffrey and Chubba Lubba, Hubbard. So I think there's going to be opportunity for the wide receivers, for Carolina Panthers to get work. They're going to be stacking the box. Chuba. 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 Yeah. Um, does anybody in our league have him? Because he's on my waiver for, like, every league that he was available. No, because why would it? Yeah. Because. Unless you draft him. Matt, is, you, Says, says the guy who drafted Madison. <laughs> it's not your immediate. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. If you didn't have McAfee, you should have drafted Chuba. Anyway, all right, so uh, a deal has been made. Let's go over things. We talked about our sponsors. We re- recapped week two. We talked about our winners and losers. Uh, we talked about the waiver watch. We talked about what we would pick and what we would do. We talked about trades and trade strategies to a degree. And we made a trade. We got to meet. One of our team members, Chris Bizzle, again, thank you for coming on, manager of the low-key Delta Variants. Um, yeah, uh, I don't know what's going to happen. We're, we're halfway now through week three, and next week, next show, we'll be able to talk about it. But for now, we're going to wrap things up. Yeah, that
2: sounds
0: good to me. Uh, Chris, I'm going to let you go first. Do you have anything you'd like to plug, push? Uh push oh, a Oh, yeah. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for plugging the sponsors. Yeah, uh Tumblr and a wine key. Show. Yeah, no, you, you will be going home today with a Tumblr and a wine key. <laughs> Sponsored by Uh Joel? Uh, I would like to throw in for our sponsor, Top Hat Tuxedo.
1: Okay. Right, let's make classy the new norm. You know, how about that? Top Hat Tuxedo, make classy the new norm.
0: Yeah, and I'll go ahead and uh, wrap things up by saying Shout out to Mandeville Social for being an amazing host and letting us do our show here. Come check it out, man. Uh, I know we're trying to get back to normal after Ida and the Delta variant, not your Delta variant. Uh, but yeah, it's a great fun time here. There's now a, a lot of extra space, so come check it out. It's beautiful here, you guys. Thank you so much for following along. Please follow us at Pod on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. I make posts about all our podcasts. We have a ton of podcasts coming out all the time, three a week at least. And we are here every week, Sundays, 1230, middle of the games. Till we're done. we're done. And we're done now. So Thanks everybody. thank you guys. You have a good one.